You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye Everybody and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is the Micator Man, Freddie. Mikey, how is it going, my friend? That was an interesting one. The Micator? Oh, like the like the Minotaur? Like is the that min- what was going? Yeah, like the Minotaur. Nice. It, it was a stretch, and honestly, I was not happy about it when I thought of it, but after I said it live on the air, I felt confident. I felt good. I thought, I thought you were going to say, I feel even worse about it. Oh, I never feel bad, ever. <laughs> That's something I could feel in my bones. Uh, I don't feel bad feelings. I don't feel bad feelings. I reject them and push them way down. I'm Irish, after all. <laughs> Yeah, my parents did a 23andMe. So I have like, so Ryan Knightsey, Knightsey's a German last name. And my family did a 23andMe. Uh, turns out I am 2% German despite having a German last name. Interesting. And not only that, but it's like I'm mainly like, well, mainly Polish because my mom's like almost entirely Polish. But my dad is like Irish, you know, English. Scottish, you know, all the whites, all the white countries, <laughs> all of the white countries. Um, what was I think I'm like half a percent Southern African. Okay. Uh, and those were the only three things that were interesting that 23 and me. Awesome. So I also, I think it said, I'm like, it said I have an overactive funny bone. It, okay. That doesn't work all the time. That was that was meant. So it was did that joke? I hope someone out there liked did that joke. That land. Joke. I hope someone out there that joke because I like as soon as I said it, and you were like, okay, like I was like, ooh, that's dead, dead air. It, la- it, it probably landed on someone. It landed. It me. landed like a pile of shit in a bucket. To me, at least, it was like a plopper and a half. It could have made someone else's day. Speaking of shit, Mikey, let's get straight into our pre-show. Debuted last week. Debuted? Debuted last week was the 24-7 championship belt. Uh, Mick Foley came out and announced this new championship title. Uh, Rules are as follows. It can be defended at any time, anywhere, any place, as long as there's a referee present who can count to three on the pin I guess, or submission, uh, then it, uh, the title can change hands. Similar rules to the Hardcore Championship. Not sure if it, every match is a DQ or whatever. I would presume it is. I presume it's literally just a clone of the Hardcore Championship, but PG-ified. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, I feel like, like based on, my, based on reactions from the internet, uh, I would suppose that a lot of people like the rules. A lot of people don't like the belt design. Mikey, what are your thoughts on the newly formed 24-7 championship? 
I'm in that camp of people who like the rules, and I think it could be a very good and very fun thing, but the belt design looks awful. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. That... I think it could be better. I think what kills it for me is not the big gold record, uh, but that thin strap mm-hmm. makes it look so So bad. I showed a picture of it to my girlfriend, and she was saying that she thinks she sees what they were trying to do in that if you Google real quick a the picture of the 24-7 championship, um, and it has sort of like 24-7, and then it has like WWE at the top, and then like champion is spread out on the bottom. She thinks they were trying to do some sort of like, you know, clock face. Like oh. the champion part is like the six, the five. I mean, it doesn't line up properly, but that's probably because of le- how many letters there are. But she thinks there's supposed to be a clock face, so like... You know, the fact that it's 24-7. It can happen anytime. But then to stick the big mm-hmm. old fat 24-7 in there. Right in the middle. It's not great. It's really bad. No. It looks really bad. It's got that thin strap, which is weird. Yeah, I don't like the big... I don't like the the, the big middle and the thin straps. I think that's yes. silly. Or the blank side plates always are weird, too. It looks like... It looks like a random default belt that you can make, like on like the create a belt settings. Yeah, it it from looks a WWE game. I read somewhere that where some places that uh, it was definitely last minute, and it definitely reads Clearly. last minute. Yeah, I would be hope I would be very hopeful for them to like eventually like redesign the belt. Like I feel like they're like maybe they're in the process of already doing that, and then they'll reintroduced a new version of it are they gonna go with the same rules of hey whoever has the old one fuck you whoever comes to get this new one is the champion that would be interesting because then someone pins someone who has the old one and they're like aha it's the old one doesn't count uh-huh. it feels like a very r-true thing to happen and whoever has that title is just like invalidated all of a sudden oh yeah um, what are, so there's, there is some concerns, Mikey, that I have regarding the 24 seven championship belt. Um, yeah, I have a few as well. Uh, first off, I mean, be, let alone the design, the, the um, crappy design, poor Mick Foley only introducing the ugly looking belts. Oh boy. Um, uh, that's gotta be a, a, some sort of work backstage with Vince to have Mick Foley do that. <laughs> He's the most lovable guy. Surely they won't boo. Surely they won't um, boo Mick Foley, right? But my issue currently with how the 24-7 championship is being presented, it may have changed in the past week since we recorded this, um, but the current issue I have is that there's been several backstage segments, of course, where you know we get to see people that aren't normally on TV, which is awesome, which is great, which is one of the highlights and positive, which, positives, which we'll talk later. But... When there's like the R Truth is running backstage in a dress, and Paula Cruz, the B team, and all those guys are chasing after R Truth, and they run by you know Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn, you know all of these these upper echelon characters that are always on TV fighting for the bigger titles, and when they run past these guys, and these guys act like 
what the hell was that? Who, who, what was that stupid thing? What are they all worrying about? Oh, whatever. Who cares about that? Wow, what a bunch of idiots. It immediately, to me, devalues the championship. If you're gonna, if we're supposed to take this seriously, then people like Brock, people like Bobby Lashley, people like Sami Zayn should get it. Should go, should at least mm-hmm. go after it. I mean, granted, the Hardcore Championship had the Undertaker and all, then defend it, and then eventually lose it, um, and then always have the Hardcore Championship didn't always have silly, you know, exchanges, um, like you know. I don't know, can't. There's so many to count, but it did have you know a couple real exchanges. So maybe we can find some sort of way to transition it over. I'm not sure, but you know it's not going to matter to me currently until like the upper echelon of characters care about it. What do you think, Mikey? What are some negatives for you? Uh, I agree with what you're saying. Is that if nobody really cares about it, then why should we? Um, especially, like, the big-name superstars. Like, why would we care about it if they don't want to go after it? Uh, also, I feel like there should be some incentive to holding it because of how cutthroat it seems to be to hold it, you know? Mm-hmm. Where people are literally always chasing you down for it. It doesn't seem to be worth it. Uh, I saw somebody, like, it could be, like, an interesting stipulation of, like, if you hold it for a certain period of time. It could almost be used like sort of a money in the bank thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, to get some sort of reward out of it. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be worth the struggle that it seems to bring. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, we're still in the introductory phase where they're trying to make that mad scramble. They can't keep that up for so long. Mm-hmm. Um. What would be great is for someone like, you know, someone like a Samoa Joe, someone like a Braun, Braun Strowman should would be great with it. But yeah. someone, someone like that, where that like mat, so that when they're done with the whole mad scramble, anything could happen, you know, mentality. You can put on Braun and he can defend it in real scenarios, and it will be taken more seriously because it's not a mad scramble every time because that can only hold up for however long. Mm-hmm. Of like I, me seeing Drake Maverick run around the ring for hours. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But there are, we should we should say do we have do you have any positives about the twenty four seven championship, Mikey? About I, his new introductions, new possibilities. I do. I I do like the idea of it, and I do like the the funny like gags that could come with it. But right now, to me, it's just another comedy spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than people fighting over a championship, it's just like, oh, haha, look, it's look, Bobby Roode's got it. Oh, look, Titus O'Neil got it. Haha, like R Truth's got it. He's in disguise. Like it's like just feels like one big comedy spot right now. Mm-hmm. But that's still good because sometimes you just need like the nice little like you just need those sometimes. What would also, you like? Uh, quick sidebar. I'm sorry. Uh, so SmackDown's on right now, for those watching, uh, we're recording during SmackDown, and I have it on mute, and guess who just attacked Kofi Kingston? Dolph Ziggler. Are you watching also? I'm not watching, I just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler attacked Kofi Kingston, which is interesting, and, like, put his head in a chair. (laughs) Jesus. He, like, put his, like, you know, they do, like, the folding chair on the neck thing? Mm Mm-hmm. 
He did that and then threw him into the table. Interesting. All while all while Paul Heyman was standing on the ramp just like stroking the money in the bank briefcase. Ooh, Dolph Ziggler with Paul Heyman would be great. Hey, Paul Heyman came out with the briefcase and then Kofi just got destroyed. Hmm. So I don't know. That scares me a little bit. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to back to what we were talking about. Back to the twenty four seven championship. I am hopeful for where it could go. I would things I would do differently. Change the belt as soon as possible. Do something where someone's like, you never can get it, and then throws it into a wood chipper or like a furnace. I like that. Just like if I can't have it, no one can. Yeah, and and then and then present a new belt because does does the thing where they like throw it over the like they're like the the stone cold thing where they like throw it into a river. Oh yeah, or or what was it, Chava Guerrero or something? Throw in the River Grande. Yeah, the Rio Grande, I should say. Uh, yeah, just do something where you destroy the belt and then you have to build a new one. Because obviously this was done very quickly, so let's do it again, but like better. And then you could end the comedy spot that way and then have it actually defended in a real match with people that we care about. That's my first mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I am hopeful that we can, we don't have to stick, make it comedy all the time. I like that the superstars, the main event can have something to fight over now. Um, but until then, Mikey, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we do should say, Mikey, we do have to introduce this onto our show. <laughs> oh, it's a brand new title. We 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 wanted to talk about it. You and I didn't really talk about it, but I think we're both in agreement. It's a brand new title. We did the same thing with the women defended anywhere. Yeah, we did the same thing with the women's tag team. We have to introduce this. We can't like not. The point of the show is to be as realistic and fantasy booking as possible. How else would we do that without keeping up with the 24-7 championship? Yeah, you're right. So, I, yeah, it does have to be a part of our show, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be in the pain of the butt. Because how I would imagine it is the fact that it can change hands anytime, anywhere, is that we have to, like randomly choose a new champion every week Mm -hmm. it's gonna be something like oh this person wins it and unless it's like someone like i don't know like brock lenzer or something then maybe they maybe he holds on it for a little bit yeah but it's just gonna be like that thing of like oh this is a new person to have it so i guess real quickly mikey i got it pulled up here i got a list of the entire rosters Let's just pick a 24-7 champion, our current 24-7 champion. Okay, let's do it. And see who else gets it in during our show, since we have to find a segment to put it in, too. The 24 segment? If my joke was bad, that has to... There's, can't, there's no way that isn't worse. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. There's, I, I'm, not, I'm not proud of that one. Are we... Is this... <laughs> I I got nothing. I got nothing. You broke me actually with that joke, which I guess actually made it good. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Are you okay? Yes, we have the current twenty four seven champion. Okay. He is so a we, SmackDown we got... roster member. Yeah. 
It is Elias. Elias? What, he distracts someone with a song? Let's say that, I guess. Elias is the current 24-7 champion. Wild. Bray Wild. I'm into it. I'm into it. Not... mm. What's up? We need to stop. <laughs> okay, so we need to start thinking about what we're saying. <laughs> it's a podcast. I just shoot. I shotgun things out. Okay, so Elias is the champion. So that's cool. Uh, I guess we can book somewhere where Elias maybe loses it or sings a song about being the champion of English, and then maybe English wins it from him. I don't know. That's maybe a segment idea. Hmm. Um, cool. Great. I'm excited. Mikey, uh, if that's it, I, I guess my question is, are you ready? Yeah, you know what? I think I'm no, ready No, Mikey, every single time you, yeah, I say you're ready, and then you're like, no, yeah, I am definitely ready. And I don't think you're getting it quite yet. The question is, Mikey, are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender... Oh, let's get ready to book it. I love that you say shapeability and gender. I love the inclusiveness, Mikey. But when you do say shapeability, it sounds like a cool superpower. Shape shapeability? Yeah, it's like, oh, what Mr. Fantastic, what's your power? Shapeability. <laughs> it's technically not wrong. <laughs> prove prove me wrong, internet. I dare you. I triple dog dare you. I don't think that's that's that off. No, I mean shapeability is like sounds like a thing. Yeah, it's all fluid, just like Mister Fantastic shape. Yeah, in a way, I guess. I guess we are. On I guess you could way, say that we are on our way to Money in the Bank, Mikey. We have a, our Money in the Bank pay per view around the corner. We are on our second episode on that pathway, on that road to Money in the Bank out of five episodes. We have already announced our women's Money in the Bank match, which we have four SmackDown Live women already presented in this match, That those people being Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. Additionally, we also had a men's Money in the Bank qualifying match between, between Ricochet and Cesaro, with Ricochet picking up the victory. So he is also will be wrestling for the briefcase at Money in the Bank. So, Mikey, uh, what we also need to do is determine who on the Raw side is in the running for that that B case. Okay. So we, I set up, an, I set up, I had to set up a lot of randomizers. Yeah. <laughs> They're spawns. They're spawns of the randomizer, which can only cause more harm and good. Uh, but I, I've created the spawns. And they are here and ready. The baby randomizers. The baby ran. The baby randies. <laughs> <laughs> the baby that, randies that, are here. That's uh, not and, okay. And they are <laughs> ready, willing, and gable uh, to be chosen to be in the men's and women's money and the bank uh, matches. So I guess we'll pick one man, one man, one women to be represented on the raw end. Uh, Mikey. So I guess I got it ready. So I guess my question is, um, we just did that bit of are you ready? Uh, are you prepared? Are you prepared, Mikey, to know who yes. is going to be joining this match? Yes, I'm very prepared to know who's going to be joining this match. Okay, then we'll start with the men's side. 
and I will refresh this page to have the randomizer decide who will be in the men's side. We have a small list that Mikey and I procured. Procure, 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 oh my God. That Mikey and I created before uh, we started recording. So let's see who it is. And it's, the randomizer is chosen. On the Raw side, the first entrant in the men's Running the Bank uh, match, Mikey, is Randy Orton. Who do we got? Randy Orton, the mm-hmm. Viper. The Viper, already the shaping Viper up. The Viper in the bank. Already to be shaping up to be an exact replica of <laughs> of the men's Money in the Bank that happened on the actual WB Universe pay-per-view. Incredible. Incredible. Um, is that what is that what the kids say? Um, anyways, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, maybe I don't know. Um, I'm not, I'm so not with the times. that also means that we have to choose the women. Choose a woman to be represented in the this in this match type. Yes. So, Mikey, are you prepared? I am. Are you sure? Yes. Art, Mikey. Thank you for answering. That's all I got for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me click it. Let me click this Randy Miser to determine who will be in the women's money in the bank. Okay. Okay. Sure. There could have been better choices, Randomizer, but I, I guess this is fine. Who do we got? Lana. All right. Sure. Uh, it's happened before. It's yeah, sure. It's, she's been in the briefcase. She's fought for the briefcase before. I mean, between a roster of Alicia Fox, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonny Deville, Mickey James, Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Oscar, Ember Moon, Bailey, the exception of Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks, yeah, there were, there could have been better people. But you know, I'll take Lana. I'll take Lana in this yeah. match. All right, it could work. It it could work. She could she could she could work. She can wrestle. She'd be fine. Oh yeah! Great, cool. So that is who is representing Raw this week. We will find out more who will be representing the men's and women's Raw sides next week on next week's episode. Mikey, with that all over, with all that randomizer, the the the, what did I say? Baby Randys with the baby Randys out of the way, Mikey. Let's book. I don't like that you said that, but yeah, I've I've coined the term, and it's what it's going to be from here on out. Baby Randys. I see Randy's in my head. They talk to me. I hate you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's talk about booking. Mikey, what do we want to do? If This should be said. If you're a new listener and have not listened to last week's episode, go check out last week's episode. Uh, a lot. It's... You gotta, you gotta know, you gotta, you, you gotta know what's happening to get into. You it. gotta know. It's like watching. It's like coming in and watching a random episode of SmackDown. Like you don't know what the booking is. You can, you can listen to it, surely. But if you really want to get in depth, you gotta start. You gotta at least listen last week's. So, Mikey. Yeah, at least. Uh, maybe let's start at Money in the Bank qualifying match. Why not? Yeah, let's do that. So last week we created a list of people that we felt which were really the entire roster minus a couple of people <laughs> just about that felt that could be really well done in this money, the bank match. 
we had a qualifying match between Ricochet and Cesaro with Ricochet winning. So now we are down to a list of Rusev, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, The Miz, Braun Strowman, Velveteen Dream, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, and Daniel Bryan. That is a list of, was it, nine people. Mm-hmm. So not everyone's going to be represented since we only have three matches left. Yeah. So who we we also need to create a, a a world title opportunity person. Yes. So I guess I'll start there with my pitch for the world title match at Money in the Bank. Okay. No, it's not going to will it work? I'll give you the pitch, Mikey, and we can talk about it. Braun Strowman versus McIntyre. Okay. Just something with Miz with, is training, I presume. Yeah, the Miz is training. I feel like Braun is actually sort of playing a face here in this feud. Mm-hmm. Even though we have him listed as a heel, I sort of feel like he's playing a face. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. You know, we could do some bits of, like, Rocky Balboa montages of Braun and Miz. Did you say Brocky Balboa? Not on purpose. The problem is, you know, that's Braun, that's Braun and Miz are cer- certainly a comedic thing right now, and we're just coming out of a very dramatic thing with McIntyre, you know, murdering the demon yeah so going into a comedy thing is very disjointed yeah Um, a little bit but besides i don't know that's that was the pitch i thought of and then as i was about to say it i don't know if it entirely works what do you think i think it could work uh i think if we do i like the idea of brock and miz doing these like trading sessions i guess Mm-hmm. And them having like their comedy angle, but Drew McIntyre and then Drew McIntyre kind of underestimating them a little bit and being like, "Eh, I got this," you know. But then Braun actually putting up like a real fight. Yeah, would that be too? Uh, would that be too disjointed? I don't know. That's I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I that's what I think it could. That's why I think it could be fine because I think you'd be having the mindset of like, oh, I killed the demon like this is gonna be nothing you know these guys are just a couple of idiots trying their best right now and drew can kind of start like undermine them mm-hmm. a little bit i think it could work i think it could have the potential to work i'll also repitch the idea of what we said last week roman reigns mcintyre brian triple threat match we talked that about it also... briefly last week i feel like Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan need to settle their ish first before they go after the title. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think I'm in the camp of the of Braun Strowman. I kind of like the idea. Now, what about this? Going back to this pitch, Rey Mysterio and and McIntyre takes his mask after the match or whatever, puts that on a pike as well. Also, could be good. Uh, besides that, but that that's you literally saying the finish. Yeah, that's you saying it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Rey Mysterio. Drew McIntyre is going to win. Well, I mean, realistically, I think our audience would agree. If we did Drew McIntyre versus Rey Mysterio for the title, I don't feel like Rey Mysterio would win. 
I feel like everyone would Fair. sort of agree that Rey Mysterio is not going to win it. Fair enough. We're just trying to get a title match because everyone else is busy in storylines. You're right. Um, and he's a you know he easily you know heat heat him back up to be that to be a world title picture. I guess those are the three pitches: Mysterio, Braun, or Reigns and Brian. I guess those are the three ideas. I think I like Braun the best. Okay. Do you? That sounds like you don't like that. I don't like any of them. <laughs> oh, all right. Quite, quite frankly, Mikey, I'm not a fan of any of them. That like, like, I'm not a huge fan of the Rey Mysterio one because I, you know, I I like coming in not entirely knowing. You know, we're writing this storylines. I like coming in with the idea that like, not knowing who's gonna win. With Rey Mysterio, I feel like, I mean, I guess no matter. I think the problem is right now is that like. There's no one, everyone, the people that are busy in storylines, even, even those people, even Reigns and Brian and all those guys, I don't mm-hmm. feel like there's anyone that's like, there's anyone that's really like possible to beat McIntyre right now. There's no one, be- yeah. there's no one believable to beat him right now. You're right. Plus he should maybe have like a long title reign. But no one feels believable to me. Like, like even Reigns and Brian, like who are easily world title picture able. I mean, I'm gonna say McIntyre wins easily in that ma- in that match. Yeah, I think I think right now it's gonna be a good. I think we're gonna have a nice long McIntyre reign. You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is the idea of doing Rey Mysterio, but maybe but that maybe we need more build on that idea mm-hmm. but maybe there's an idea to just have a title defense against Rey Mysterio at some point yeah um okay so I gun to my head if I had to pick one I guess I'll go with Braun okay I guess I'll go with Braun I mean that one has a little bit of build to it between this connection of Miz and Braun uh, the whole goal is for him to get him into a title thing so we can do some mm-hmm. segments with The Miz trying to teach Braun to use his brain more. And use his brawn when necessary. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Miz pitching the idea to Braun to um, attack Drew McIntyre backstage or something and, like, to get the upper hand, you know, like a sneak attack pitch. I also like the idea of the Miz winning the Money in the Bank title. Not Money in the Bank title, Money in the Bank briefcase. That could also be very good. That would be very funny. And the two of them. So I we mean, have. I mean, we could both agree that the Miz is just using Braun Strowman to eventually win a title, right? Probably. Um, Seems like his end game, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll set up Miz and Braun Strowman. Miz could still be in the Money in the Bank match, but. Braun Strowman, McIntyre, is the goal, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess with that being known, I'll take Braun off this Money in the Bank qualifying match list. Okay. That leaves us with eight. Still only have three matches. That means mm-hmm. still two people won't be on it. Any ideas who's not going to be in it? Any ideas how to shorten this list even further? Or are you just going to do another qualifying match and feel... 
do what feels right. Part of me thinks Finn Balor should not be on it. After he got destroyed pretty hard, I feel like it might make sense to not see him for a little while. Ooh, you're right. Plus, that is what we said last week, is that no one's seen Balor for a little bit. Yeah, I think it makes sense to not see Balor for a little bit after him losing the demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I don't think him winning Money in the Bank or like getting to Money in the Bank would be or even would make being sense on right TV now. At this point, yeah. Okay, yeah, see, I can totally agree with that. I, I we still have him on the list. I totally forgot about what McIntyre said last week that Balor hasn't been seen. Yeah, so the goal we're down to seven. Can we eliminate one more person? Um. I mean, Jeff Hardy is injured in the real world. Yeah, but he's not injured in our world. That's fair. If anyone, I would say The Miz, just because. Didn't you just say you, it'd be funny if he won? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it would be. <laughs> I don't know. Then, no, then I'll keep him there. I don't know. Um, Maybe Reigns, maybe Brian. I'm not sure. Then maybe let's just make a qualifying match. Let's see. what What feels right to us to put in? Uh, I was I was gonna have the Miz in a qualifying match tonight because you said that and I was like, wow, it would be pretty good if he won, huh? So you're thinking the Miz versus somebody? I mean, we haven't seen him in action in a while. Like, sure, he's been with Braun, but he hasn't been fighting really. I don't know. Yeah, he he was in a match last week, but eh. before <laughs> that, struggling. not for a while. Not, exactly. I feel like not for a while. I feel like seeing the Miz in a couple a couple times would be nice. So we'll do the Miz versus the question is Mikey who my vote would either be Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. or Roman Reigns. Okay, those are my two uh, I, picks. I think I like Jeff Hardy. Uh, yeah, I guess now I say it. The problem with Roman Reigns is that he could also be in the Money Bank match. Yeah, I mean because also the thing is like whoever we're both agreement Miz is winning this match, right? Yes, yes. So, if, by, by saying versus Jeff Hardy, that means Jeff Hardy's out. Yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Okay, the Miz versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, save does, him, save him from killing himself. As much as he would like to. As much as he would probably want to jump off of a ladder through another ladder, through like four tables. <laughs> Uh, the question here, Mikey, is uh, is Braun involved? Uh, I want to say he's ringside as like a manager position. Okay. But does he get involved in the match? Uh, I don't know. I don't see Braun like interfering. You know, at least not yet. He's not like completely yeah. committed to protege. Exactly. I could see him coming in and just kind of like begrudgingly standing on the side. He pulls up a chair. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And the Miz picks up the victory and he all celebrates and he's like, see, did it again. Braun picked up another victory, pinned another person. Braun gets in the ring and just stands there. And Miz like raises their hands together. <laughs> Braun's just no selling him completely. Yeah. Braun's just like, ugh. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna. Uh, and Braun's gonna be way more appreciative of the Miz when the Miz get gets him a WWE Championship opportunity. How are we gonna do that? <laughs> no idea. Somehow we'll figure it out. I guess. 
Um, cool. So we got that match booked. Uh, Mikey, do you want to? What do you want to do next? Um, I like the. Okay, so I thought I thought of kind of an idea of how we could get Braun in on this championship match. Okay. I like the idea of Miz going to McIntyre. Bold move, Miz. Bold move. And and being like, look, you're looking for a new challenger. You just slayed the demon. How would you like to take on a monster? And he kind of like goads him into it a little bit. And he's like, oh, yeah. McIntyre is like, that, that would probably pique his interest. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would be like, it'd be like, McIntyre, like, has the opportunity to be the demon slayer and the monster hunter, like. That's pretty good. The Miz. And, he's, and, and Miz is just like, think about it. The Miz talks away. to Drew McIntyre backstage. And goads McIntyre into fighting Strowman at Money in the Bank, right? That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Tells him to think about it. <laughs> he's yeah. He he starts like goading McIntyre into trying to like be like, yeah, look, Strowman should be your next challenger. Interesting. Think of, because you have he he doesn't say like, oh, because you're gonna win and have the the monster on your mantle. You know, he's just like, you could you know. Drew McIntyre is smart enough that he doesn't have to be, have it read to him. Yeah, it's like it's like the monster's a pretty good hunt. I like that. I think that's the perfect segment. Honestly, perfect segment. And it also kind of like sets up the seeds of like Miz turning on Strowman later because he's literally being like, "Hey, McIntyre, fight him." Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I think after, I mean, I'm just putting him in randomly. Currently, I'm putting them randomly into our Google sheet. But mm-hmm. if we do that after that segment, somewhere after Miz's Money in the Bank match win oh definitely even, feel like shades of like you know i'm going to cheat on Strowman. it's like this title's gonna like maybe like maybe he's like damn if they fight at money in the bank and i can't like they're gonna destroy each other and then i could like cash it in like you know like like yeah like yeah. the gears are kind of turning i like it i like it a lot let's do that okay let's do that mikey what else do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what's happening in the women's division? Um, yeah. What do we got in the women's division? What do we have in the women's division? Where Where are my notes? <laughs> How do you always lose your notes? Where are Where actually are my notes? Hold on. <laughs> where do you Where do you go with your notes that you lose them? Uh, I guess I accidentally deleted them at some point. It's Yikes. fine. I reco- I recovered them. They're fine. We're all good. My notes are still present. I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you found <sighs> them. Happy okay. For you. Well, I am the purveyor of the women's division. Mikey is the purveyor and the writer of the tag team division. I you we both get one veto every two pay reviews. Possibly we'll change that after the next cycle. But I've already you used, used my yours veto. already. I've already used mine. I used mine last week. Uh, Mikey, your veto is still up for grabs. Oh, or yeah. down for down with the sickness. So well, I, I, let's find out. Let, let's hear what's happening in the women's division. What do you got for me? I got a match. A match. I got. I got, a guess. Ma- I got two segments. One match. Okay. Uh, match number one: 
Uh, Naomi with Carmella versus Zelina Vega. Okay. Um, Naomi defeats Zelina Vega. So why with Carmella? Uh, Carmella and Vega's kind of a feud going right now. All three of them are in Money in the Bank. Um, plus, uh, with your permission, I think we could add Andrade as a manager for uh, Naomi. Or sorry, not for Naomi. For Zelina Vega. <laughs> And I mean, uh, okay. we could maybe do some sort of cruise attack on Andrade during the match. I like that. Um, so with your permission, I guess we'll add that to that element to this match. Yeah, just what um, I'm not getting is why Carmella would be coming out. I get the feud, but like I get like she's that Carmella's feuding with Zelina, but she did be make a connection there with her and Naomi. They shook hands a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, moving on. Uh, backstage segment. Uh, the Iconics are interviewed about their thoughts on the genetic goddess's loss at Backlash. They say that they are not surprised. The Empresses of the Night are an incredibly tough team. They should know. But they still want their match against the Empresses of the Night, and they deserve it now more than ever. And if the genetic goddesses want another shot, then they are in the back of the line. Um, and then at some point, maybe Billy Kay says something about how uh, Alexa, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, you gotta be joking me, mate. Mm-hmm. You gotta be joking me. That's my Australian accent. <laughs> I can't do oh, accents. Mate, you've gotta be kidding. Whoa, that one's not bad. Stink. That was not a bad Australian, my dude. Way better Thank than you. any of my accents. I don't even have any accents. Um, yeah, not at all not at all so that is that backstage segment um, and finally I have, a th- I have a third thing another segment okay this one I really worked on you could tell <laughs> because it's a par- it's a whole paragraph okay uh, uh, GM page Charlotte Flair uh, who is who is standing with two security guards are chatting in page's office when there's a knock on the door Natalia walks in the security guards immediately go in front of Flair to protect her. GM Page informs Natalia that after her attack from last week, Charlotte Flair has been granted security guards to quote uh, to quote Charlotte Flair, I guess, to protect the champ. Um, uh, Natalia says that this is ridiculous. Flair responds saying that Natalia is worthless. Natalia leaves angry. Uh, okay. Flair then thanks GM Page. Uh, you know. Uh, then Ruby Riot walks in and okay. demands and demands Sheena Baszler. Charlotte Flair says something along the lines of like, "Oh, look at this new little punk girl demanding things on my show." Uh, to which Ruby Riot responds that this little punk girl is going to shove your head up your ass. Um, GM Page, uh, for lack of a better word, butts in and says that she likes what's happening. And Ruby Riot will get Shayna Baszler next. Sorry, in a match, a tag match next week. Sort of ruin the reveal there. In a match, a tag <laughs> match next week. Ruby Riot and Natalia versus Charlotte Flair and Shayna Baszler. Okay. Ruby Riot like is excited. That. Charlotte Flair is not. <laughs> Charlotte and Flair is nervous. Charlotte Flair and her two security guards are not excited in the slightest. 
Does anything go down between Charlotte and Ruby tonight? Um, no, no. They, I think they do a little bit of a stare down, but uh, no. Okay. okay. Unless you veto everything. No. Uh, oh no! <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, thank God. Uh, the the, the that, one oh, really made me nervous. <laughs> the one thing I do have the issue with is uh, Carmella coming out with Naomi, but that's about it. I think everything else is good and works, but I don't know why Carmella and Naomi are together. Would it, would you be more pleased if we added that on, on Andre Andrade uh, angle to it all? No, I mean, like I like the Andrade angle, but like. If we can just find a way to have Carmella be in it without randomly putting her with Naomi, I'm cool with it, you know? What about, uh, it's just Naomi versus Lena Vega, and uh, during the match, uh, Lena Vega with Andrade, during the match, Apollo Crews and Carmella come out, or Carmella, you know, walks out to distract Selena Vega. And then Apollo Cruz jumps Andrade from behind. Those two brawl. Naomi does her finisher. Uh, one, two, three, pin. I like it. A slight, a slight alternate. I like the idea. A slight of adjustment of, of notes. Notes, notes uh, are helpful, I guess. Yeah, I guess we should. We can. We can at least. We're playing Calvin Ball here. That's just the show. We're just playing Cal- one big game of Calvin Ball. But mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, maybe maybe we should start introducing the idea of like one note, one like giving them thoughts and then able to do one slight change, and then that's it. Yeah. Maybe we should do start doing that. That'd be more mm-hmm. fair. I feel like. Yeah, because like and I like you... I didn't want to use my veto on that because the rest of it was good. It was just that one little mm-hmm. tiny detail. I always have those tiny little details that that mess you up, Mikey. Yeah, because like, I'm like, wow, I like this, but like I'm not going to use my veto on it because it's just like one little thing, and I want to change the whole thing because of that one little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the vetoes are still... The, the whole thing is still like being Calvin Bald, workshopped, rules-wise. So we'll maybe some, come up with something better by time uh, next week rolls around. Or not next week, mm-hmm. but when we, switch, when we switch around to tag and women's. Okay, cool. So those all be in. So uh, I let me write those all in then in whatever order we're playing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you know what, Mikey? As I'm writing it all out, um, let us go take a quick break. We have actually a couple words to say in this commercial break. So if you want to stay tuned and hear what we have coming up. Well, actually, by the time this episode comes out, people already know what's happening. So for more details about what's happening, if you see us on Twitter, listen to this commercial happening now. Hey, 
everybody. This is Ryan. And this is Mikey. We here from Hit the Books Podcast love wrestling. We also love helping people. Last October, Roman Reigns revealed to the world that his leukemia returned after 11 years. Millions of people poured out their support of Roman through social media, and we here at Hit the Books want to take it one step further. Starting June 1st, we are asking the wrestling community to band together once more to help put a complete end to blood-related cancers. So, if you go to bit.ly slash hbdd2019, you will find a GoFundMe page where proceeds will go directly to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is the world's largest voluntary health agency dedicated to blood cancer. The LLS mission, cure leukemia, lymphoma, Hodgkin's disease, and myelomia, and improve the quality of life of patients and their families. LLS funds life-saving blood cancer research around the world and provides free information and support services. Just to give a little bit of facts, approximately every three minutes, one person in the United States is diagnosed with a blood-related cancer. Roman Reigns revealed that he had chronic myeloid leukemia, which he luckily caught in the early stages. But of course, not everyone is so lucky. Through GoFundMe, we are asking your help in raising at least $100 to help continue the fight against blood-related cancers. As a community, we can do amazing things, and we want you to use this power for good. So again, head to bit.ly slash hbdd2019 and donate as much as you can. Even if you can't provide any money at this time, just spreading the word helps. Any little thing you could do goes a long way, and we greatly appreciate it. Again, that is bit.ly slash hbdd2019 to donate to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. We love you and can't wait for your support. Thank you to the Marks, the Smarks, and the rest of the wrestling community. Okay, let's do this. I feel like I feel like I'm like slowly going insane as we record the show, and we're back. <laughs> That's how you're gonna come back in. Oh yeah, you better leave that in, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not lying. I am incredibly hot and sweaty in this room right now in my in my office. I have a fan going, but it's not enough. I might need another portable fan to just blow me. Don't 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 use that as a sound bite. <laughs> I'm losing my mind in this heat box. Clearly. Oh, Mikey, please. Let's come up with more ideas. We still need a show opener, three more matches, and a segment. Mm-hmm. So where do you want to go? Tag teams, world title, intercontinental title, twenty four seven title. Where do you wanna be? Um, do you want to do, you want to do a new, uh, 24 seven segment? Sure. Let's take up that last segment spot with a 24 seven segment spot. Yeah. Elias, the 24 seven champion. God, the 24 seven is... champion. So Elias. Ladies and gentlemen. Elias. Is it okay? Well, here's the question: Is Elias just singing, or does he have English with him? Oh, he has to have English with him. How did he wait? How did he get it without English being like, "No, I want it." I'm sure something happened. That's not my problem. That's Raw's problem to figure out. 
English was like in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah he was taking a deuce, <laughs> a deuce and Domino. When Mick Foley introduced it on Raw, he was just like in the bathroom, and Elias ran out and got it first. I love it. He was too busy commentating on Two Hundred Five Live. Uh, English and Elias uh, sing about the twenty-four-seven champion Elias. Yeah, and they sing about how great he is. Um, what happened? So they sing about. Is it during during the sing song? They're going both going for a note, and English does something. Do Do we have English turn on Elias for the twenty four seven championship? Possibly. I mean, I don't want to ruin the tag team. I don't feel like that they end their tag team over this, but I think that's funny. Or maybe we have someone else like Slater and Rhino come out. I don't know something. The one band band. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I almost want to cut out a segment from the. I almost want to cut the backstage interview with the Iconics just to have this new segment idea. <laughs> English Elias sing about it. Slater and Rhino come out. It ends up that Slater pins. Um, Slater pins. Um, um, English. Sorry, no. Sl- yeah, Slater pins Elias. I'm losing my mind in this sweat box. Slater pins Elias to win the 24-7 championship. Uh, and then there's a segment where he's congratulating with his family, and one of his kids pins him. <laughs> and then another That's kid wild. pins him, and then another kid pins him, and then Rhino pins it, and Rhino walks away the 24-7 champion. And then Nicholas comes in and pins Rhino. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Nicholas can win it again. Oh man, two titles. Nicholas could be a two. Ti- uh, he could be a double. He could have two titles in WWE at twelve years old. Wow! I don't know. That's a, a pitch, Mikey. I'm losing my mind over here. What do you think? Uh, I like I like Slater and Rhino coming out, and I like Slater being like them. Like Slater and Rhino coming out, and Slater being like, "Hey." I could sing with you guys. I used to be. I was a. I was a one man band back in the day, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and them kind of just brushing him off, and then like he's he's like, all right, all right, I get it, that's fine. And then he just goes Rhino now, and Rhino like spears English, and then he goes after Elias and like rolls him up. <laughs> Rhino now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. English Elias thing about the 24 champion, 24-7 champion Elias, Slater, and Rhino come out and attack English and Elias. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Slater brings out, like, he's like, he's like, I even brought my own guitar, and then just whacks Elias with it. Slightly changed. Can we have Heath Slater come out with his kids, and instead of, instead of Rhino, it's like, kids now. No, and the ki- and the kids don't gore English and Elias, but the kids just surround them. <laughs> Seems like a lot. Fine, Rhino now is still good. Uh, attack English and Elias. Uh, Slater pins Elias to win the twenty four seven championship. Wow! And then runs out. <laughs> and then runs out. And then that's that's the last we see. Yeah. 
because we don't have any more second spots. <laughs> cool. 21st anniversary of a is currently Heath Slater. Great. Cool. Done. Wonderful. I'm so excited we had to introduce this title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so happy we got to do I'm so upset and heat-ridden. Um... Cool. Uh, let's just talk. Can you talk about your tag team division? I'm going to find a fan before I pass out. Oh, my God. Okay. Talk about what's happening in the tag division. Please, Mikey. So, I so I think, so, in the tag division, uh, the Revival have a match, and they come out with the New Day's belts. Very nice. Very nice. And they're, like, flaunting them around. They're, like, yeah, haha, look, we got the belts. We're, we're the... Is like he's like we're gonna be the champions come Bunny in the Bank. This is the be all you see again, blah 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 stuff like that. Oh, this actually reminds me of the promo I wrote for them last week. So after the show, after the show, a couple times Mike and I forget some details, so we post it in our uh, hit the books archive to add some stuff. I forgot I wrote a little promo for them. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't remember exactly what we said, so I just wrote a little bit of stuff. I got a basic idea of what we said. Uh, the Revival each holding the belts to say that even though they lost their title belts to the New Day at Backlash, that does not mean that they can't steal them back just as quick. Uh, Dawson snaps his fingers. Wilder does a Thanos bit where he's like, I don't feel so good, Mr. Dawson. Dawson reassures Wilder that he will feel better when they defeat the New Day and Money in the Bank to win back their tag, team, tag titles. Top guys out. I love it. One for the one it. for the nerd kids. I'm pa- I'm dying over here. My vision is fading. I'm going to die by the end of the seg- the show. Let's. Who boy? What else is happening? So anything? Okay. Anyway, the revival. Oh. So right, revival are in a match against the Usos, and I think that uh, New Day jumps the revival and steals their titles back. Okay. Okay. During the match and. It leads to a disqualification. Well, they don't jump the revival, right? They just jump Greg Hamilton, I guess. <laughs> what? Well, where, and where do the titles go? They go over to the ring bell, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess they're. Were... Oh, I just thought of a better idea. Oh, okay. A, a, a New... quick audible. New day, disguised as fans, jump out of the crowd, <laughs> take their titles back. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great. Jump out of the... They, they rip off their hoods, jump out of the crowd, grab their titles, and run back up the ramp. Causing their revival to get distracted and leading to the Usos' victory. Wow. <laughs> the New Day disguise as fans steal back the titles during the match. Wow. That's great. That's great. Usos pick up the victory. Usos are continuing to be down since day one. Okay, what else is happening in the tag division, if anything? Um, not tonight. Okay, not tonight. So, we still got two more matches left to book, and the show opener. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't know. Daniel Bryan show opener? Daniel Bryan show opener. I like that. Talking about Roman Reigns and about Talking how about Roman, Roman Reigns tap. or whatever. Yeah. 
That's the only thing that really make. I mean, it, literally, if I had to pick anything, I mean, maybe something of the IC title. He's just like I'm not. He's like I'm not happy until Roman taps. And Roman, I'm coming for you. I don't know. I, I think that works. Okay. Dan Dan Bryan opens the show. Opens. Do we have room for a match with with them at Money in the Bank or no? Um, we only got four matches, so we could do another match with them. We just have to not do a match. Okay. And currently, we're building a bunch of matches. That's fair. Well, we're building. Well, we have WWE Championship for sure. Yes. Women's Championship for sure. Charlotte Flair Natalia. Yeah, so that's two. New Day Revival. Three. Uh, triple Threat IC Title. Right. That was another one. Almost and, forgot about that. And Dan Bryan Roman Reigns. Yeah, so we got to pick one of those to go, I guess. I mean, one of them we could do later. Yeah, you're right. We could maybe hold off the Charlotte Flair Natalia match. Mm-hmm. Icy title. Put... Icy title. No. Yeah. That I that's that true. definitely has to happen. I agree with that. WB title, no. Mm-hmm. Um, New Day Revival already mentioned Money in the Bank in a promo. Yeah. Charlotte Flair and Natalia haven't. And I feel like it probably, I could probably drag that out. Oh, we will have to drag that out because it would switch over to you after Money in the Bank. Yep. I mean, the question is whether or not to do Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns or Charlotte Flair versus Natalia. Mm-hmm. That's the question. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know how much longer we could drag out Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Because what do we... It's just like we just keep having matches where Roman doesn't tap. Like, that just seems... Or Roman wins, you know? I mean... We don't necessarily have to do that match at a pay-per-view. Yeah, that's we true. Do, we could do it on the last the the go home show. Mm-hmm. We could mm-hmm. do that. We can do that if that's an option. I think I'm okay with that. Okay, so we'll still the, we'll still build to that then. Okay, so Brian opens SD Live, telling telling about how he's upset that he didn't get Roman to tap. He's very upset um, because he failed to get failed his mission. Mm-hmm. To get Roman Reigns to tap, yeah. And what's that? Uh, and uh, he failed to get Roman Reigns to tap. Um, he is a failure, just like all of you. <laughs> no, I don't think he wants to compare them himself to the fans. As much as I yeah, love a quick heel move of, of calling the fans failures and fickle, yeah, um, he is a failure. But a new goal has been set. Um, mm-hmm. New goal has been set, and my failure will only drive my 
desire, my fire, I don't know, fire and my Mandy Rose, <laughs> Sony Deville, my fire and my desire, my fire, my only drive, my desire, alliteration, further. Mm-hmm. I will get Roman Reigns. Wait, time out. I will get Roman Reigns to say I quit. To Pitches say I quit match. I quit. Oh, then let's change it. I'm a failure. I I and let's let's have him admit. I'm a failure. Uh I failed at getting Roman Reigns to tap out. But a, but I've got a new goal. New goal. I've got a new goal. Not only ne- the next time I face Roman Reigns in the ring, not only will he be tapping out, he will be screaming the words "I quit." I like it. And then he pitches Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan in an "I quit" match at some point. Yeah, screaming "I quit." Um, he did, he still got to do some heel stuff. Um, how does he how does he go into the fact that he's a failure? To how how was how does he say that I'm a failure? But like says all this stuff. I'm not. I'm well, not. Like like you said it. He's he said he he says he's like I'm a failure. I'm making Roman Reigns tap out, but that that just gave me a new goal and made me and made me want this more. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because I'm not. I'm not going to quit going going to quit on my dreams like all of you people. There it is. I keep going and no one will stop me. Mm-hmm. Not Roman, not Vince, not Mr. McMahon. Not Vince McMahon. Not the WWE Universe. Not Roman. Not Mr. McMahon. Not the WWE Universe. I don't care what any of any of you fickle fans think. Roman will quit. I Mark my words. I love a Maggle. Perfect, perfect. There are pu- pu- there are puddles forming uh, on my desk from my sweat. This just this it's. I think it's a combination of the fact that like the AC is off. Uh, I'm just in a room by myself talking, just releasing hot air out of my <laughs> mouth. And then this computer is generating heat. It's a, mm-hmm. it's the goddamn it's 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 freaking it's I can't I'm so l- non lucid that I can't even think of an example to say like my computer is gaining enough heat like this heel doing this thing. I can't even think of any example. All right, Ryan, we need one more match, and then we need one more match. We need in two the more matches, and you, and at you, least, and Mikey. I guess we could at least need one. I feel like all we have least, is one in us. 
we need at least one, and then you could go die. The fan what match then? What match? Maybe a Rey Mysterio match. If we want to eventually maybe build up him for McIntyre, maybe we do some sort of Rey Mysterio match. Rey Mysterio versus Rusev. Let's use Rusev. If that's the case, one, two, three, four. If that's the case, I feel like we might cut Rusev. What if we just did Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan in the Money in the Bank match? Uh, that'd be weird. Never mind. Mm-hmm. What if they fight in the Money in the Bank qualifying match? What if that's the match? In an I Quit match? No, not an I Quit match. But we have that match, and then the third match is an I Quit match or something. Okay. So we have or we, the third, or we like, change up. his promo up a little bit. Okay, so maybe we have the match. Daniel Bryan loses, and then gets mad and like says all that. Sorry, re- repeat that, Mikey. You're cutting out. I said maybe we have that match between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns wins, and then Daniel Bryan's like, "I failed to make him tap out. I failed to win the money, the qualifier match." And he just gets really angry, and that makes him like pitch the I quit match, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we would have to make a whole new show opener, though. Because that's got to be pushed back, obviously. Woof. Who opened the show last week? McIntyre. Maybe we do uh Intercontinental show opener? Yeah, I feel like we should do that. Okay, so maybe like a Pete Dunne? Um, let's think. Let's think. So, what was this fourth match? It was going to be Rey Mysterio, Rusev, Rey Mysterio, Rusev in this fourth match. Sure. Who pins him? Mysterio pins Rusev. Good idea. Good idea. Get him some build. Okay, show opener, Intercontinental title picture. Maybe it's GM Page opens the show. Mm-hmm. She should maybe open the show and address what's happening. At Money in the Bank in this this title scene. Uh, that is a good question. Not to put us on a timer, Mikey, but every second that goes by is another bone in my body that dissolves into lava. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what we do with this triple threat match. Okay, GM Page opens SmackDown Live. I'm just going to shotgun ideas. GM page open okay. because that's that's what works best for me is just talking. That's fine. Just keep going. I'm going to explode into a million suns. GM page open SmackDown Live. She says that uh, the intercontinental ti- the intercontinental title is a prestigious title. With champions such as blah, 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 as who cares, as insert people's names, <laughs> insert wrestler names. Yes. Insert wrestler names. Yeah, got it. Um, and in the past couple of weeks the intercontinental championship has never 
been more chaotic. Yeah. So at Money in the Bank, we are going to settle this once and for all. Then Andrade mm-hmm. comes out. Cuts her off. Okay. Cuts her off. Andrade and Selena Vega come out. Yeah. What do they say? Andrade and Selena Vega come out. Maybe demand a rematch for the title. That money in the bank. You know. Uh, so they say that uh, they should get a match Get the match with mm-hmm. Pete Dunn. He lost yeah. it unfairly. He doesn't. He lost it unfairly. They don't care what Paige thinks. Andrade deserves his title. Mm-hmm. Paula Cruz and Carmella come out. Apollo's like, I got screwed over last week by you. I deserve a shot at that title. You know? Oh, they're told to my... Wait, hold on. This won't work. Why? Uh, well... Do we, then do we still do the Andrade thing with Zelina, uh, Zelina Vega and Car- the Naomi-Zelina Vega match? Oh. Hmm. Well, I don't see why we, she can't be in a match and do a promo. Oh, because Apollo Crews attacks, right? Yeah. We can just cut that. We can just make it Naomi versus Lena Vega. Yeah, that's fine. Apollo Crews and Carmella come out and say that uh, they cost Cruz's victory last week. And, and then he's like, and he's like, and Pete Dunn calls me my shot at Backlash. If okay. anyone, if anyone deserves to get a shot at the title, it's me. Oh, if anyone deserves to get their fair shot at the title, it's me. It's Cruz. Then Pete Dunn comes out and says that he doesn't care who he fights. He goes, I could beat you, I could beat you, I could beat the both of you at the same time. I don't care. And GM Page says, that's exactly what's going to happen. At Money in the Bank, it's going to be Pete Dunne versus Andrade versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. And she does exactly with that cadence. Yeah. Exactly that cadence. <laughs> exactly that cadence. I love it. I love it. I honestly, I think it's good. I think it's. I think that's fine. All right. Awesome. He can beat Apollo Cruz. He can beat Andrade. He can beat both of them at the same time. Let me just write this out. I love it. I think it's good. All right, Ryan. After that, after that segment, we got that show opener. We got one more thing left to do. What's that? My brain is melting. What's that? Hit that randomizer. Hit. Hit that, that randomizer, randomizer. Hit that randomizer. It's the time of the day to randomizer. hit the randomizer. 
It's got all the mini Randys by its side, and it's hitty to hit the Mikey. I am a puddle of drool and saliva and spit. I don't have any saliva actually. I'm I'm dehydrated. I'm a mummy. Can you explain what the randomizer does, please? The randomizer is our way of uh, factoring in the anything can happen mentality of WWE, uh, whether it be injuries or Vince not liking a match or something happening, just anything that could happen. An NXT call up, um, and like anything, we randomize it on our randomizer. We have a list of things and we roll it every week to to add some sort of twist to our card, our perfectly booked, beautiful card. That will somehow get ruined. Uh, perfect, beautiful. And I believe this. I believe it this week your it's turn my turn to, to roll, roll, my friend. All right, here we go. I am refreshing the page. Drum roll, please. Nice foley work. Thank you. I learned from the best. We got a two K outcome. What? Oh no! What? Really? We got. We got it. Yeah, 2K outcome. Roll a D, whatever, and that match's outcome must be simulated on 2K okay, 19. Okay, so a D4. Yes. Okay, then rolling a D4. No, that's not that's not the website I want to use. That website's garbage. Rolling a D4. It's match number four. Mysterio versus Rusev. All Damn right. it. A match with a match with literally no stakes. Well, all right. <laughs> I mean, no stakes to the match. But if Rusev wins, then that defeats the whole purpose of trying to build up Rey Mysterio. Then we just build up Rusev against McIntyre. Come on, Mikey. We'll figure it out, Ryan. I promise. Okay. Well, then we'll be back. Let's go record that two K outcome, and then, and then we'll come back and see what happens. Yeah. We'll be back. And we are back. Mikey, we recorded the 2K outcome. The randomizers said Rey Mysterio and Rusev was going to be decided via computer, Mm -hmm. and it did it. I should also update, I got some AC, so I'm no longer a puddle, but I can already feel my computer heating me up again inside <laughs> and out. I so, have, I have uh, reconstituted as a human. I, I, am, <laughs> I am no longer in liquid state, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm starting, my boiling point is starting to get to high. <laughs> as you can tell, my brain is already pu- a puddle. Uh, randomizer. The randomizer decided. The 2K outcome decided. You can go watch that video right now on YouTube. So if you go to Hit the Books podcast on YouTube, go look up 2K outcome. That should be there. If it's mm-hmm. not, it'll be out there soon. So subscribe while you're there, I guess. Yeah, just so you can get notified when it does. Hit that bell. Hit that bell. Like that comment. Like that com- Like those. Like those comments. Do you want to be first? Sus- be there. Subscribe those likes. Be there, B squared, circle. Anyways, like, Mikey, like 2K outcome. Hit those thumbs. 2K outcome. What was the result, Mikey? Well, our 2K outcome uh, decided to take a complete turn of what we were going to do and had Rusev win. Yeah, Rusev won with a Machka kick to the back of the head on Rey Mysterio. Yeah. 
And he kicked um, out of a 619, notably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's huge. That's important. He kicked out of the 619. Yeah. So go they watch a, that unfold. They had like an eight-minute match. It was, okay, a, it so, was a very good, very intense short match. Okay, so that really screwed us up. <laughs> yeah. Quite frankly, that has screwed us up immensely. We yeah. were in no plan to give Rusev any sort of push. We were hoping for Rey Mysterio, but instead Rusev got the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, not much we can do here moving forward, Mikey, mm. but uh, I guess that's next week's challenge. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, and I, I guess that's it this week. So we opened up with GM Page announcing the triple threat match at Money in the Bank for the Intercontinental title between Andrade, Apollo Crews, and Pete Dunne. Then we had a qualifying Money in the Bank match between Jeff Hardy and The Miz with The Miz picking up the victory. Then we had The Miz goading Drew McIntyre to challenge Strowman for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Then a match between Naomi and Zelina Vega with Naomi's victory. Then a backstage interview with the Iconics. Then the Revival versus the Usos with the New Day stealing back their tag titles and the Usos taking up the victory. Mm-hmm. We had a GM Page, Charlotte Flair, Ruby Riot backstage segment. We had a 2K outcome, Rusev defeating Rey Mysterio. Yep. And we had English and Elias singing about the 24-7 champion, Elias, and Slater and Rhino uh, attacking them and Slater pinning Elias to win the championship. Mikey, this is all out of whack order. We got to put it all together. Yeah. Because um, that we cannot end with a segment. What is the main event? What is the main event in this show? Hmm. That is a good question. I would, if I were to guess, I would say Revival Usos. I would agree. Because anything else would be literally bonkers to me. Yeah. Um. So we'll make it as such. So Revival Usos... That and that could be a good match because you know the new day don't have to come out, you know, till later. Yeah. So okay, so that is set. Uh, what other stuff? I feel like you know the good opener. We have the opening with GM Page, followed up with the Money in the Bank qualifying match. I think that's mm-hmm. good. I agree. Is the seg- Miz segment immediately following that? Um, hmm. I, I don't know. I want to say no. Yeah. Maybe we can maybe maybe we swap maybe we can put the Charlotte Flair segment there and then put the Miz talking to Drew McIntyre after Naomi's Lena Vega. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then I move the Iconics backstage interview later. So the current order, Mikey, is GM Page opening segment, Miz versus Hardy, Charlotte Flair Ruby Riot segment, Naomi's Lena Vega, Miz McIntyre backstage segment, Mysterio Rusev, interview with the Iconics, English Elias, Slater and Rhino. And Revival and Usos. Yep. How's that as an order? I like it. I love it, Maggle. I love it, Maggle. Gotta say, at a 9 out of 10, it's a 5. I love it, Maggle. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of... (laughs) Why did JVL come up with the name Maggle? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's just how he says... It's just like he just says Michael really... Like Michael Cole, but he just says Michael really fast. And he's country, so it just sounds like he's saying Maggle. Is that what that is? I've never, th- I've never parsed it enough. To, never yeah, put he, enough he's thought just, into it's it. Just, it's just him saying, I love it, Michael. But like his country accent and him saying it really fast just makes it sound like Maggle. Oh, my 
God. There's got to be at some point where he was like, oh, everyone on the internet's making fun of me. I'll just play into it and keep saying Maggle. Probably. Ball game. Anyways. Uh, Ball this- game. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. If you want to listen to more booking action, go and subscribe to whatever podcast app you are listening to. And why not, if you liked the episode, like the show, why not leave a little review? Even if it's good, even if it's bad, we would love to hear reviews. We only will read the good ones, but we would still like all reviews. Uh, Mikey, where else can people find us? Well, they can find us on our Twitter at HitTheBooksPod, where we tweet our Excitometer and our booking polls every week, and we try to live-tweet SmackDown as much as we can. And you can find us on our YouTube channel, where we posted our 2K outcome. Uh, we finally got another one, thanks to the randomizer. We we asked for it, and the randomizer giveth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a kind randomizer he is. Yeah. Or so she find... is. <laughs> or, they. or they is, I guess. I don't know. Or they I don't are. know what the randomizer gender is. Uh, so... You can find us on YouTube, uh, Hit the Books Podcast. You can look us up, subscribe there, watch our 2K outcomes, our reviews for every paper, pay-per-view, and you could just enjoy the fun. Yes, thank you again for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, we have a special thing to announce as well, as you already heard from the commercial. Mikey, let's take a quick second to retell everybody. We are starting a... GoFundMe page. It starts yes. on June 1st. If you go to bit.ly slash HBDD 2019, Mikey and I are hoping to raise at least $100 to help out the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Roman Reigns, obviously in October of last year, uh, said that his leukemia came back uh, after 11 years absence. So we felt, Mikey, that um, as a wrestling community, we wanted to ask uh, all of you to help us in this cause. We want to use the wrestling community for good. Yes. We all, when we band together, we could do some crazy stuff and we want to make that crazy stuff. Some good stuff. Yes. So again, that is bit.ly slash HBDD 2019. Go and donate. Even if you don't donate, Mikey, let's share it. Share that page. Yes. Yeah, share that page. Share it with everyone you know. Just get it out there. Get the word out there. Spread the word. Raise awareness. Anything helps. Anything helps. Sharing, liking, posting about, retweeting, donating, obviously. <laughs> that one goes without saying. <laughs> but we would love to help the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society treat more blood-related cancers. Uh, because, obviously, uh, Roman Reigns getting diagnosed hit the wrestling community hard. So we want to help them help leukemia and lymphoma society even more it's a great you know we mikey and i want to help and we want you to help us help the world i guess yes with a better way of saying it again bit.ly slash hbdd 2019 it's going to be tweeted so i'm sure you can find it on our twitter at hit the books pod so again go there bit.ly slash hbdd 2019 thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of hit the books we love you mwah that's a good lip smack there we go something like that hopefully the mics picked it up uh see you next week yeah oh wait no mike we have a closer for the show don't we yeah i was like hey where are you going with this bud Uh, i forgot i was too busy talking about bit.ly slash hvdd 2019 and if you're not down with that then we've got two words for you book it